This is BPN Radio, your 24-hour Internet prayer station with Dale Gentry and friends. Calling America to pray. A member of the Breakout Prayer Network. Let's pray, America. It's time now for the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves here on BPN Radio. Second Chronicles 23.6 says, And all the people shall keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for the Warriors Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves. This is Pastor Callie with Warrior Watch today. I'm so glad you're with us. Today I have a wonderful pastor from Bozeman, Montana, that's going to talk to us today. We're going to talk about a lifestyle of being filled with the Spirit. I'm so happy that you're tuning in to uh, BPN Radio. I believe this, this whole network is designed by God to raise up prayer warriors across the nation. God is calling us to a lifestyle of prayer and supernatural. He is waiting on us. We are not waiting on him. And uh, I just, I'm so thankful for Papa Dale and Jean Gentry. Uh, their 50 years of ministry, marriage, and an um, amazing example for ministry across this nation. One of the finest men of God and prophets that I know in the land. So uh, I just want to encourage you to be faithful to this ministry, to pray about um, to pray about giving to this ministry. I believe that the a great awakening that we are starting to see across America is going to come from the foundation of prayer. So, so happy to have you here today. I also want to remind you that Her Voice uh, Gathering is December 7th and 8th. And for all the women that are following us on the Facebook, we have about 7,000 of you that are, that are you know, checking us out daily. And uh, the, the, the spots are filling up quickly for December. That is going to be a gathering of women praying and seeking God. It is not a conference. It is a gathering of women that are really hungry for God. So I want to encourage you to... Go and check that out as well. Now, back to today, I have Pastor Greenawalt with me. Um, Daniel, uh, Pastor Daniel is a, a long-term friend. We actually went to um, elementary, junior high, and high school together. Uh, went our separate ways, but both ended up following Jesus, and he's married, got a beautiful family, and pastors of church uh, in Montana and serving the Lord. And I, I just want to welcome you, Daniel, on the program today. Well, thank you, Kylie. It's so good to be here. Well, we're glad to have you. Uh, we're going to talk today about something that Daniel's really passionate about is a lifestyle of being filled with the Spirit. And uh, Daniel, I just want you to just kind of open up and tell me, you know, uh, what kind of led you down this journey of really seeking uh, a lifestyle and not just a one-time experience. Talk to me today. Well, I think the thing that has probably happened in my life, my personal walk with God, is I've been crying out for years, Callie, I mean years, for the signs and the wonders and the miracles to be taking place in the church. And why is it happening so sporadically? Why is it happening over only over in this place or over in that place? And Lord, why isn't it happening more in in my ministry and in my church. And as I've been seeking the Lord about this, it just seemed like, especially in the day and hour that we're living in, that God is really, really wanting to pour out his spirit, spirit unlike any other time in the history of mankind. 
And I believe that he's wanting to do these miracles and these signs and wonders. I mean, the Bible is very clear that as we preach the word of God, it's supposed to be accompanied with signs and wonders. Yes, yes. And I, 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 I believe, you know, one of the main signs and wonders that can obviously happen is people getting born again. But I also believe one of the signs and wonders is being filled with the Spirit of God. Yes. And what I have really been pressing into God about is coming to understand that if I'm going to be positioned to be used by Him in this day and hour to do those very things I've been crying out for, then I'm going to have to not just go and uh, try to get by on what's happened Yesterday, last week, last month, it's going to have to be a continual infilling of the Spirit of God in my life. Yes. And when I'm living my life that way, that's when I am positioned to perform, uh, be used by God, I'll say it that way, to do the signs and wonders and the miracles. And we've seen such an uptick in the miracles in our church lately. We've just been seeing incredible signs and wonders and just seeing, and as a result of that, seeing so many people come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Wonderful. Or be, be, being restored to Jesus Christ. People who have walked away are coming back to him. And so anyway, I'm just, um, I'm convinced that this part of my spiritual walk with God has been enhanced. And it's been enhanced as I continue to be filled with the Spirit not just on occasion, but all the time. I've made it a lifestyle of being filled with the Spirit. You know, one of the things that I found from my own walk, personal walk, Daniel, is uh, because bottom line is we can't give out of an empty well. That's right. We can't give out of an empty well. We have to be filled. If we want to go into the highways and byways, we want to go into El Toro, we want to go into the Walmart, we want to... We want to be a light everywhere we go. We want to be sensitive to the Spirit. Well, you got to be filled with the Spirit to be sensitive to the Spirit. And um, I found that if in my morning time, you know, for many years, I was extremely a religious person for many years, Daniel. I got saved in a Pentecostal denomination, and, and I don't bash that because there was a lot of things that I was given that, that I still hold dear today, you know. Right. But, but I also had slipped into a mindset because I lived so holy, you know, right. uh-huh. that, that um, I took for granted my, 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 my daily prayer was like something I would check off a list. It was it was a religious thing, not a relationship thing. Right, right. And uh, when I begin, when God began to give me revelation, and, and that's a long story, but when God began to give me revelation of daily relationship with him, and it's not about me trying to prove that I'm spiritual to anybody. It's not about me. It's not about being a Pharisee or a Sadducee. It's about just loving Jesus because he rescued my wretched soul. And, and and loving him with all of my heart and wanting to spend time with Holy Spirit because I can't survive and operate the way God wants me to without it. And That's it, right. And it, it quit becoming something that I did for a religious purpose and started doing being something I do because I just truly love the Lord. And I'll tell you, praying in the Spirit, praying in tongues every day revolutionized my life. Amen. It revolutionized my life, and it it grew me uh, in compassion. It grew me in love. It grew me in sensitivity, 
And that's what you're talking about because when we go, especially all of us, whether you're a pastor or not, we're all called to, to minister. We're all ministers of Christ. And yes. I went into the hospital uh, two days ago with a friend of mine's son um, that's 34 years old that had, an, that had a, uh, a stroke from high blood pressure and, and uh, they didn't expect him to get through the surgery. And, and I heard the Holy Spirit say, this was on a Sunday night. They were going to do the service, the surgery on Monday. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, Miracle Monday. And, yes. and I sat there and told this family, I just believe God's going to give you a miracle. And the doctor came out and said the surgery was a textbook surgery. And, and you know, we still have a long way to go, but it was a, it was a miracle surgery. So Bam. I just believe God's trying to do that for the whole body of Christ. But you're right. We've got to be willing to allow Holy Spirit to fill us on a daily basis. Tell me what that looks like for you, Daniel. Well, I have come, what I tend to do, what I try to do, is pray in the spirit throughout the day. Yeah. And I I have found that for a while there, you know, you sometimes have the mindset, well, you've got to set aside the time and you've got to go close yourself up in your prayer closet or in your office like I like to do and spend that quality of time just praying, you know, pressing into God. And I'm not obviously coming against that. You should have that time sure, to, sure. Do the, to do something like that. But you can also be praying in the spirit throughout your day. For example... Last night, we had gone over to Helena, which is about an hour and a half away from uh, where we live. And on the way home, the whole way home, everybody in the family sleeping. Thankfully, I wasn't. I was driving. But anyway, <laughs> but I was, uh, I, I took that time to pray in the Spirit the whole way home. That's awesome, and, uh, Daniel. And, and, and my point is, is you can pray in the Holy Ghost throughout your day. And yes. the more, what I have found, the more you put it, you let it out the more it flows out. And I, I don't know how else to say it. It's just like you're so full of him, it just flows out of yes, you. Yes, Daniel. And, yes. and it's just, it's a constant uh, uh, reminder of of the presence of God and the fact that he's in me, that, you know, I'm becoming more God inside-minded. Yes. And to me, that that's huge. Yeah, that's one of the That's one of the things I have been, uh, you know, with God's help, endeavoring to get across to our people, let's stop and really think about what we're saying here, being filled with the Spirit. We're talking about being filled with God. And how can that not benefit your life big time? Be able to go and be led by the Spirit to go do this thing or go do that thing or to say this thing or, you know, whatever the case is. Why? Because we're full of him. We're so full of him that we are just almost second, uh, I mean, second nature to us doing what he would want us to do anyway. Well, we're looking at life. We're looking at our family. We're looking at our church members. We're looking at our workers through the God lens and not the flesh lens. Oh, yeah. And when you look at things through the flesh lens, at least when I look at things through the flesh lens, it's going to be kill, steal, and destroy. It's going to be negative. It's going to be fear. It's going to be everything that's not God. Okay? Right. But when I look at things through through my Holy Spirit God lens and being filled with the Spirit, just uh, it allows us to see correctly. (laughs) Yes. It allows us to see the truth 
and not the lies that the enemy is constantly, you know, the voice you feed is the voice that will grow. Yeah. So, yeah. so if I feed the voice of the flesh and there's a certain, I mean, when my body says, Callie, you need to stop and eat a salad. There's times you listen to the flesh. Okay. You need to stop and eat a piece of meat or, you know, but not, you have to know how to discern that. And the, the voice you feed, if you feed the flesh and no matter if you've got filled with the spirit on Sunday, if Monday through Saturday, all I think about is what I want to do and I feed the flesh that I'm not going to walk in the spirit. That's and, right. And That's church, right. church will be a compartmentalized something I check off. Showing up to church on Sunday does not make you saved, but you can't be saved and not want to show up to church on Sunday. But, you know, and so when I pray in the spirit or when we pray in the spirit, when the church prays in the spirit, then we see, then the Holy Spirit allows us to see every situation through his eyes and not through our generational upbringing, not through the way we were raised, not through uh, maybe our own fears or doubts, not through any lie of the enemy, but we see things through the truth of the word of God and that's just so important for me, Daniel, because I fought a lot of fear in my life. Uh, my parents were alcoholics, so we had a lot of abandonment issues. You know, they, now they didn't run off and leave us, but when your parents are drunk, they might as well have left you, you know? Right, right. So we, and every family has their own set of dysfunction that they've grown up in. Every family does. So right. that's what the Holy Spirit does. When we get baptized with the Spirit, He gives us a new life. But staying filled with the Spirit keeps us in that new life. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I, I have found that what, I get, what grieves my heart is how the enemy has deceived so many in the church world into believing that this, this gift from God, because that's what it is, is either passed away or it's of the enemy. Yeah. And which that when I hear that, that really gets my dander up, to be honest with you. But and and I and as I've studied this out over the years, and I've come to comprehend and understand why does the devil not want us to be filled with the Holy Spirit? And you know, it's it should be quite obvious to us, but for many, it's not. And my hard attitude is, is how can I get those people out there in the church world who have not yet been filled with the Holy Spirit to recognize and understand the benefits of being filled with the Spirit? Because once again, like what you said earlier, it becomes something that it's a lifestyle for you because it's not something you do out of, out of a responsibility or, you right. know, like you're saying, something that is, you know, not, it's it's a thing you check off a list. But instead, it becomes something that you want to do every day because you know who it is you're communing with. You know, know who it is you're having intimacy with. And, the again, the benefits to having that in your life, oh, my goodness. It is, I couldn't imagine living my life right now not feel with the Holy Spirit and not being able to pray in the Spirit. One of the things that I think can help uh, with, you know, reaching our world, you know, I come from an old mindset where we go out and preach the gospel. And yes, we should preach the gospel. I'm not against it. But there's, there's, you know, there's ways to fish 
that are smart. And how I do a lot of my uh, encouraging people that don't have the Holy Ghost to get it is I operate in the Holy Ghost in their lives. Like, I'll ask God for words of knowledge. Sure, sure. Or, or a prophetic word that is specific to them. And, I, and, and, and Daniel, many times I've had people say, how do you do that? Or, you know, how did you know that? And I'll say, well, I didn't know it. Jesus knows it. And mm. I've been filled with the Spirit. And, and then I explain to them being filled with the Spirit and how it's like, literally, it's like, it's, it's the difference between, um, I, this is how I tell people. I said, it's the difference between a regular army and a special forces army. Mm. I said, when, when you get saved, you're in the army. But when yeah. you've been filled with the Holy Spirit, now you are special forces. You see on a higher level. You operate <laughs> on a higher level. You're able yes. to do exceedingly because there is, a, there is a power that is flowing through you. And many times, Daniel, when, when I was dealing with somebody that didn't believe or had a different background, instead of just trying to theologically change them, I asked Holy Spirit to give me a supernatural encounter with them. And I can tell you... Eight out of ten times they got filled with the Spirit. Amen. Amen. I, I, I truly believe that's the case. And that's what God is is looking f- for us or from us, I should say, uh, that are filled with the Spirit, to learn to be so sensitive to Him. Because when the people see, again, I mean, what is that you're, you're describing? That's a benefit. That of the Spirit. But it's a benefit for them. Yes. Uh, I, me, if you don't mind me sharing this, I remember the last time we were at your church— uh, this is a great example. Uh, this The last time we were there was, gosh, it had to be 10 years ago now. And Joan and I, when we had come, we were had been praying. We had never considered starting our own church. We've been assistant pastors and youth ministers and children's pastors for years, uh, 15 years of uh, being in the ministry up to that point, approximately 15 years. And um, But we had started to ponder about going out and starting our own church. And so anyway, uh, we hadn't even talked to our pastors about it yet. And we came down there to minister. And I don't know if you remember this or not, but you began to prophesy over Joan and me that within six months to a year, you're going to have your own church. Wow. And what what you said out of your mouth was a prophetic word from God, which confirmed what God had been speaking to our hearts. Wow. And now, obviously, we are already filled with the Holy Spirit. But the good thing about it, 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 I mean, using this illustration that you're talking about, if we had not been filled with the Holy Spirit, my goodness gracious, we would have been going, wow, we want that in our lives. Right, right. Because it was a, you know, speak by, because you didn't know anything about that. Right. It was by the Spirit of God, and it was because you were filled with the Holy Spirit. And so anyway, it's just, just, to me, I, I want the church as a whole to get the revelation of the, it is just so empowering and, and invigorating and exciting to be filled with the Holy Spirit in the day and age that we're living in. Oh, you Daniel, know? it is a must. It is it is a must. And we can't, um, we can't let anything detour that hunger and that desire. You know, I, I was ministering um, at a, a meeting in Alabama about a month ago, month, six weeks ago. And uh, there was a, oh, I don't, it was a bunch of leaders. And there might have been a 
maybe 175 of us or so in that room, but uh, one of the young couples that I ministered to, I heard the Holy Spirit say, um, the, the reproach for your, the, um, the generational curse of your grandfather and your father will never come on you. God has designed a new life for you and you're going, your name is going to be associated with honor. Now, this man, Daniel, fell to the ground and began to weep. And I went on to pray for others, and later he came up and he gave a testimony. He said, my grandfather killed somebody in our town. My father killed somebody. And me and my wife had to move out of that town because of the reproach of our name. And... I didn't know that. Me and my wife, and he's, he, we've started, you know, that he's got a successful business. They're living for Christ. They're building a whole new life. Okay. Right, right. And that's the power of the spirit. That's the power of the spirit. And so the more filled with the spirit we are, the better we're able to hear the voice of the Lord. The Lord is always talking. We just yeah. got, we just got, we're just not always listening. So right. we're just not always able to hear. We're going to take, um, a few minutes here and we're going to break and we're going to have a, we're going to have a song. Um, what a beautiful name by Hillsong. But before we do, I want to just pray for a minute and then we'll come back with, with pastor Daniel. Lord, I just pray that everyone listening today would have, that you would just increase our hunger to live in your presence, Jesus. Increase our hunger. God, speak to us in the middle of the night. Speak to us in the early morning hours. Speak to us in the middle of the day. Give us hunger, God, to just draw nigh to you. Help your church, God, to lay aside every weight, not everything that's bad. A uh, lot of good things, Lord, we need to lay aside. Lay aside every weight that, that could beset us or keep us from that insatiable desire for you, Lord. Fill us to the brim. Let, yes. let our love, let your love so encompass our hearts that everything we do flows out of love, that flows out of compassion. When we That's speak right. the truth, let it come out of love and compassion. When we prophesy, let it come out of love and compassion. When, when you give us words of knowledge, let it come out of love and compassion. When we preach your word, let it come out of love and compassion, Lord. Just, yes. just expand our hearts to be filled every day, God. And I just Thank you. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Pastor Daniel. You were the word at the beginning, one with God, the Lord most high. You're hidden.
This is Pastor Callie. Uh, I'm here with Pastor Daniel Greenwald. We're talking about a lifestyle of being filled with the Spirit. I've so enjoyed this interview, and I feel the presence of the Lord. Uh, I'm believing that everyone that's listening today is feeling the presence of the Lord and a hunger to really, you know what? I don't want you to beat yourself up. If you, if you haven't been living a lifestyle, if you've, if you've made this a once a week or, you know, you know, you're not, just don't beat yourself up. This is not about condemnation. This is about God opening up a pathway for you to be closer to him. And, um, I refuse to live in condemnation when the Holy Spirit convicts me of something and shows me something I'm not doing well. I repent and then ask Holy Spirit, show me how to do it well. Living in condemnation will never solve anything. So, Pastor Daniel, let's, let's go on and talk more about uh, about living in the Spirit and living a lifestyle of the Spirit, and and talk to me more about what you've what you've learned in the Word. Amen. Well, the scripture that we uh, my main scripture for this teaching I've been doing is Ephesians five eighteen, and the Bible says, "And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation." But be filled with the Spirit. And the tense of the Greek for those words makes clear that such a Spirit-filled condition doesn't stop with a single experience, but should be maintained by continually being filled. And so what does that mean to us? It means it's supposed to be an ongoing process. Yes, It's got to be a lifestyle for you and me as Christians. You know, one of the things that I have come to realize, again, over the years of my studying is, you know, the Bible is it's called the mirror of the word. Yes. And I think one of the areas that we as Christians, we, we sometimes look at the book of Acts and we read about what's happening in the book of Acts and we say, boy, that's neat. That's nice. That's cool. And we kind of leave it at that. But no, it shouldn't be like that. The, the book of Acts is a record of the early days of the church, yes. the same church that we're a part of. Yes. And so when we look at the book of Acts, it should mirror what's happening in our churches. And if it's not, then we need to go to God and find out why. And what, again, a lot of Christians don't realize is that the early church, whether it was in, in, in Ephesus or Philippi or the, in Corinth, those early churches were tongue-talking churches. Yes, they were. And, so, and we're supposed to, we're still a part of the same church. And we need to have uh, this as something that we are striving for, to have our people get filled with the Holy Spirit. And, and, and again, it's not as something that we should. It is something that so benefits us and will take us to the next level in our, in our walk with God. And I, I just, from my perspective, again, the benefits of being filled with the Spirit are so incredible and so powerful. Well, the Spirit uh, is likened to water. Right, you know? And if I went and didn't drink, you can only go three days, I think, without water. Or your, yes, your body will, I mean, you can't go without water. You can go without food a long time, but you cannot go without water for very long or you're going to die. So if, if, right. if you, if you want to type and shadow it with my natural life, I have to drink water every day to sustain a healthy life. That's right. So if we look at the spiritual side to sustain a healthy spiritual life, which we're called to live in the spirit right, and not in, not in the flesh, then I need to be drinking every day. I need, to be, right. I need to be drinking every day. That's right. And, and how, 
how do you drink in the spirit, though? That's 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 huge to understand. How do you do that? And I think the Bible is very clear. It gives us the answer for that. In the very next uh, scripture in, in Ephesians five nineteen, it says speaking. How do we drink in the spirit? We speak. We speak in other tongues. We speak to one another in hymns and psalms, yes. spiritual psalms. We give thanks to God. Yes. We have to open our mouth up and speak. I mean, just like you were talking about drinking water. You couldn't drink water unless you first opened your mouth <laughs> yes. up. Yes. And you can't drink of the spirit unless you first open your mouth up and yes. begin to speak it out. And again, once you do, the good thing about drinking of the spirit, though, and it, what I've uh, found kind of, it's, it's amazing to me, if you really study this out, is how God compares here in Ephesians 5.18, getting drunk with wine, or you could say getting drunk with any kind of alcohol, with being filled with the Spirit. Why does God do that? Why is God bringing out those two things to be compared with one another? And obviously the one, as he says, is dissipation. That means debauchery, where you lose control, self-control and everything. But then he goes, be filled with the Spirit. Well, I have found, and I don't know how it is for you, that the more you're filled with the Spirit, the more you're full of joy and yeah. excitement and thrill. Yeah. And and I always go back to the, the, the original outpouring, the initial outpouring of the Spirit on, on Acts chapter 2. They were, you know, all gathered together with one accord, and the Spirit of God fell in that place. They came down out of that place, speaking in other tongues, and rejoicing to the point where those people uh, that saw them coming out said, what's wrong with these people? Are they drunk? And Peter stood up and said, well, no, they're not drunk like you suppose. In other words, they were acting like those who are drunk on wine, but they weren't drunk on wine. That's when Peter stood up and said, this is that spoken by the prophet Joel. And so I think, again, from my perspective, it is amazing amazing to have this experience in my life because one of the things that the bible says in in, uh uh first corinthians 14 2 that when you speak in another tongue excuse me verse 4 i think it is he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself and that word edifies means to charge up like a car battery and the way i always look at it is when you take a car battery is dead what do you do you take those jumper cables hook it to the dead battery, then you hook it to a live battery, and then you charge up the dead battery to, you know, it's op- op- it works, it's operation. Well, with our own spiritual life, what do you do when you're kind of running on low and your battery's starting to go, you know, go low? You hook up those jumper cables of the Spirit with your heart to the Holy Spirit, and when you do that, it just so charges you up spiritually oh my goodness it's so exciting to be filled with the holy spirit it really is it really is it not only is exciting it's joyful it's uh it gives you wisdom i i preached a message on the power of the holy spirit several months back and i said it's literally jesus the holy spirit is a genius and so when you're filled with the genius There is no problem, there's no situation, there's no challenge, there's no obstacle that the genius doesn't have a solution for. Amen. (laughs) And and so so literally you're not having to just lean on your own 
IQ. You're all, I mean, you know, I'm probably, I probably have an, uh, I think my IQ is what, 135 or something. I don't even know if that's good. So, you know, maybe that's pretty good. You're right, yeah. I think that's genius level. Okay, that's a pretty good IQ. But what, whatever, it's, it's chicken feed to com- compare to God. Absolute right. chicken feed to compare, compare to God. My smartest ability is not very much when you compare it to the, the genius of God. God knows everything. He has the ability to do anything. And so when we're filled with the Spirit, we're able to see things through the genius of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's That's a awesome. teacher. It's a That's teacher. Right. He's a guide. Yes. He's a helper. I can't imagine doing my life at 56 years old without Holy Spirit, Daniel. Oh, I agree. I can't. I agree. With five children, 10 grandchildren, we have this church here, you know, uh, all the people that, you know, and our church is relatively small, 350, you know, uh, members. It's not a big church, but, it, you know, it's an average-sized church. But with all of that, I can't imagine doing what we do without the help of the Holy Spirit. I have to have him. I, I'm not smart enough to do this on my own. I'm not, I'm not capable enough. I, I've served God since I was 16, and everything I know is still not enough without the daily help of the Holy Spirit. And Amen. It's just it's such a powerful, powerful thing. The Lord said, too, that when we pray in the Spirit, Spirit we build ourselves up in our most holy oh. faith. Amen. And, you know, without faith, we can't please God. Everything, faith is the currency of heaven. And without faith, without praying in the spirit, you can't build up your faith. And without faith, nothing is transmitted. Nothing's done. I mean, we have to pray and believe God. That's when we pray, we're having faith in God. Well, all that's about being filled with the Holy Spirit. I have faith that God can do exceeding things in our lives. Um, I want to just stop a minute and just pray. For people's faith to be encouraged. Will you pray real quick, Daniel, for people's faith to be encouraged? Father, we just lift those who are hearing this message today and those, all of them, that their eyes would be open to recognize and understand the importance of developing and growing in their relationship with you. My prayer, Father God, is if anybody within the sound of my voice has not yet received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that they would be open to receiving this gift yes. from you. I just believe right now, Father God, that they would be able to lift their voice, begin to speak out in a, 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 a voice, a, a tongue that is unknown to them, but is that spiritual uh, 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 prayer language that the Spirit of God gives us, or He's the one who gives us the utterance, but we're the ones who speak it out. Yes. And so I'm believing that this is going to impact those people out there this is going to uh, uh, stir the people out there to stay filled up with the Spirit of God. And, and, and why is that? So they can go out and make a difference in this world today for Jesus Christ. And, and be that, that bright witness, that, that powerful, effective witness for Jesus Christ wherever they go. Why? Because they're filled with the Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Daniel, I hear the Lord saying to you that he's so proud of you for being hungry for more of him mm. and that he's, he's proud of you. I, I sense that the Lord is so proud of you. You've taken mm. a, a real stand for the Holy Spirit, and the Lord is going to bless that in a supernatural way. You've done a lot in your own effort to please the Lord, and you've walked by faith in so many areas, and, and you've seen... Um, 
a measure of return, but I see great return coming to you and Joan. And, and I see the Lord says he's very proud of you. And uh, you've bro- because of the choices you've made, you've broken generational curses that will never affect your family line. And Hallelujah. I see God really blessing your children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And, you know, uh, I heard somebody say that sometimes we uh, what we don't get to do in our lifetime, we do in our lifeline. Mm. And uh, I see you doing things in your lifetime that you've dreamed of, but I see great exploits in your lifeline as well. And your children will build upon the faith that you've established. And uh, I just honor you today for being so hungry for the Lord and, and, and just holding true to the foundations of our faith. And um, I, I just sense the pleasure of the Lord over you and Joan today. Well, thank you, Callie. It means a lot. God is so good. I, I really pray uh, that for all the listeners today that that uh, I, I really sense and uh, that there is um, a level of hunger that is increasing for everyone that's listening today. And I just uh, prophesy over every listener today that your desire for the Lord is, is increasing. In fact, you're feeling the power of the Lord right now, and you know what the power of the Lord feels like, and you're feeling his presence. And I just declare over you that the rain of God is pouring on you and that your hunger's growing and that God is aligning your family and bringing things into order and what the enemy stole from you, that God is going to return and he's going to return uh, sevenfold. God's going to return what the enemy stole. and, And all God is requiring of you is to just rest in him and believe in him. That's really all he requires is for us to just trust him. Uh, we can't, there's not, a, there's not anything we can do in our flesh to make God move. But in, the, in faith, by trusting and walking in peace and walking in joy and uh, being present, I want to encourage everyone, too, that not only does God want you to walk in the Holy Ghost every day, he wants you to be present in your life. Um, by nature, Pastor Callie is very futuristic. I'm, I'm prophetic, so I'm very futuristic in my personality. So I'm always planning 14 steps ahead. But that can be a real trap, too. So and there's nothing wrong with planning and goals and all of that. That's all great. But ask Holy Spirit to help you live in the moment because your miracles are now. Your miracles are in the moment. And so something I've really been working on in this last couple of years is being present with my life. In other words, right now I am here with Pastor Daniel doing a radio program with Juan and with Minerva, and I'm feeling the presence of God, and I'm not thinking about what I have to do two hours from now. I'm enjoying this moment. And I just really want to encourage the listeners to the living a lifestyle of the Spirit will help you to seize every moment. To seize every moment. That's the will of God. We can be so futuristic or another trap is being so focused on the failures of the past or woulda, coulda, shoulda. Let it go. What happened in the past happened. It's done. It's gone. You can't change it. But what I can do is follow the leading of the spirit right now. What I can do is be the best version of Callie that I can be right now. And so I just begin to encourage you to 
to do that, to do, to be the best version. Uh, Pastor Daniel, can you give me another example of some of the miracles that's happened in your church? I'd like to hear about some of those miracles. Well, we had uh, recently had a gentleman come up who had stage three lung, not lung cancer, but uh, throat cancer. And uh, we laid hands on him, believing God for the healing in his physical body and went to the doctor the next day, I want to say it was. And the doctor came back and said, you don't have uh, throat cancer anymore. You've been healed. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. We had another lady that we prayed for who had probably about the size of a baseball tumor. And uh, we also prayed with her. And she went back. And when she went back, the doctor said, we can't find it anymore. It's shrunk. It's gone. You don't have cancer anymore. Oh, Daniel. Thank you, Jesus. Had another lady come up, uh, and this this what blesses me so much because if you could see her, she's a little old lady, and she had had a stroke and was unable to use her. Uh, she was right-handed, wasn't able to write anymore, and everything else. And she was shaking, and she came up, and uh, the Lord had me have her shout, just shout, praise you, Jesus! I, you know, not even lay hands on her, just have her shout. And when you, when she first started to shout, you could barely hear her, and I kept on saying, "Now shout again." And she would shout, thank you, Jesus. I said, now shout again. And she kept doing it. And finally, about the third or fourth time she did it, she went out under the power of God. It hit her. And she came up healed. She's able to write. She's standing up straight. She looks stronger than she's ever looked in a long time. And so God is working, doing some that mighty, is mighty, awesome. Mighty awesome things. So, so, amen. So you're literally seeing the manifestations of the decision to live in the spirit. God is giving you healing manifestations. Thank you, Jesus. Thank amen. you, Jesus. Well, we're going to break real quick for another song, um, Extravagant by Bethel, and then we're going to come back to conclude the program. You
Thank you, Daniel. I've, Pastor Daniel, I've so much enjoyed uh, having you. Can you tell them real quickly where to find your church on the web and if they wanted to hear some of your messages? Sure. We are, our, our webpage is C-O-L-C Bozeman, which is B-O-Z-E-M-A-N dot org. Okay. And on there, we do have podcasts of uh, recent messages. Actually, it goes back a couple years. And we also have blogs on there. Okay. that are available that, that my wife actually puts up there. They're really, really good. Uh, if anybody's ever in this area, uh, comes up to Bozeman, Montana, come see us at 5350 Love Lane. And uh, that's in Bozeman, Montana. And we would love to have you come by and check us out. Uh, thank you so much, Callie, for uh, doing this for us and, and putting me on here. This has been a great 
uh, joy for me to be able to speak about Jesus Christ with you. Oh, thank you, Daniel. It's been a blessing having you. Lord, I just pray for blessing over everyone listening today. I thank you, Lord, that a desire for uh, living in the Spirit and being filled with the Spirit is just literally enveloping all of our hearts, that we're going yes. to a deeper levels with you, Jesus. We thank you for the miracles. We thank you for the things you've done in our life. We have a heart of gratitude for everything you've done. We thank you, God, for what you're doing in the the lives of the people that we are ministering to. We thank you for Bozeman, Lord. We thank you for a mighty revival breaking out in Daniel's church, celebration Amen. of life. We thank you for revival breaking out in celebration of life in Baytown. We thank you, God, for what you're doing across this nation and across the earth. I thank you for men and women of God that are giving their life for the gospel. I pray for Joan. I pray for Daniel. I pray for their family, Lord. I pray for Amen. everyone listening, God, that they would feel the fresh wind of the Spirit. We pray for Prophet Dale and Jean today, God, that you would just bless them and what they're doing with this network and across the nation. God, we thank you for a great awakening hit in America. We pray for our president, God. We pray that you lead in God and we pray for America to be saved, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you're raising up women and men across this nation that are willing to literally lay their lives down for the gospel. I pray blessing over our children, God. I pray that you will lead them and guide them in the paths of right Righteousness, God, we give you the glory and the praise and the honor. We'll see you next week uh, on Warrior Watch. I pray the blessing of God over you and have a wonderful day. For the past hour, you've been listening to the Warrior's Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves as your host. For more information concerning this program, go to bpnradio.com.